WIT, 88.1 FM, Gina, Alexandria. 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe. 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood. 100.1 FM, Lake Charles. And KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna, Maranatha, and Natchitoches First Seventh-day Adventist Churches here in Alexandria and Natchitoches, Louisiana. We desire to present the gospel of Jesus Christ to a dying world in the final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. Amen. You have blessed my heart. Amen. Oh. Yeah. I really don't need to preach. I've been blessed already. Haven't you? but you know God can always replace what you lost because we know God can restore. Am I right about it today? Praise you the Lord. Amen. Amen. I just thank God for the opportunity to be able to speak again before you all and uh, have a Holy Ghost good time. I'm thankful that um, our pastor here, our pastor here, pastor and sister Booker here. Amen. Amen. All right. Always glad to see you all. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, at this time, we're going to go ahead and... um, I want to go ahead and look at the scripture here. It's a familiar text. We're going to stand for scripture reading. I hope you don't mind. 
Amen. In the reverence to God's word, not to the pastor, but to the word of God. Amen. Right. Right. We're looking at the, uh, the book of Malachi. Malachi, Malachi the third chapter. I want to thank you, um, brother and sister Carrie. Amen, Walker. Amen for the words. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to be reminded in a time such as this that God still is our all in all. Consecrate us now to your service, O God, by the power of grace divine. May our souls look up with steadfast hope and our wills be lost in thine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. You can turn the sound back where it, where it was a while ago. Don't play with it while I'm preaching, please. We're going to be looking at verses 10 through 12 of Malachi 3. It's a familiar text. I know you see 8. That's fine because I'm going to use those two. Don't mind that. Yeah, keep, keep them up there. Elder. Don't worry about it. We're going, to, we're going to go to verse 10 that you hear often. It says, we're going to read it in concert. It said, verse 10, Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightful land, saith the Lord of hosts. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I want to put a tag upon this message this morning and in, this afternoon and entitle it, God, you're not talking to me. God, you're not talking to me. Do you know of some people that it seems as if they get away with everything? Probably know some folk that you probably work with and, and you've seen them do some stuff and they blame some other folk and they get away with it, right? You've you, you seen that done. You, you know, doing what they do, and, and some folk have nerve to send emails to other folk, and then the other folk get in trouble of the email in which they sent, but the one who sent it don't get in trouble. Are y'all with me? They having a Burger King religion. They want it their way. And, and it seems as if it don't involve any type of circumstances. Well, you ever been chasing after a position? job somewhere and you mm -hmm. you trying to get it yeah. trying to get that higher pay and yeah. and the people who get the position wind up getting into the position who are less qualified yeah. y'all ain't gonna talk to me today yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, and then sister green when they get in the position mm -hmm. they don't do what they supposed to do in the position which you are qualified for yeah. and they rub it in your face. They mess up in the position. They start stealing, Ariana. In the position. Don't nobody else know. And it's no consequences involved. And there you are now. 
you got the job that you've been waiting for, Sister Mitchell. Trying to make ends meet. You got the job, D. You got the job now. You got the position. You got the promotion. And because of your work experience, you got everything else to go along with it. You got now you got the change in your status. And then you hear later on, a week or two later, Corona show up. Y'all know her now. Yeah. Yeah. Coronavirus show up and they start shutting down schools. Shutting down businesses. And you trying now like, well, I, I just got this job. You haven't bought anything yet. It just made life a little bit uncomfortable. But there is a word from the Lord. He reminds us that God's faithfulness is based upon who he is to you in your season. Oh, I got to let that simmer like good gravy. Let me say it one more time. God's faithfulness is based upon who he is to you in your season. What do I mean by that? When you look back through the verses of 10 through 12, you will discover that God's name is the Lord of hosts. You'll read in another version of the Bible that he's looked at as the God of the angel armies. What am I trying to say? He is the only commander in chief that we bow to. See, right here, let me give you a little bit of explanation of this text. How are you going to talk about tithing off? This is a text about tithing off that we as a church read all the time, and then we have to ask people and to twist their arm and push them in the back just to return. Oh, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. Here, Jesus in this text, God the Father in this text, is the Lord of hosts. He's the God of the angel army. They call him the Yahweh, Yahweh Sabaoth is the Hebrew pronunciation. He's the God of the angel armies. What does this mean? What does that have to do with it? They didn't need him at this time as the Jehovah Jireh. You know what Jehovah Jireh means? The God that provides. They didn't need him at that time. But I got to build up the text so you understand why. I'm going to tell you in just a minute. This whole text has to deal with a call to repentance because these Israelite jokers was messing up. It was on the premise of a heated conversation with his own people. Go to verse 17 of chapter 2 so you can understand what was Israel doing. Verse 17 of chapter 2. What was going on with them because the day of judgment was drawing near. Go to chapter 2 of Malachi, same book. I want you to see verse 17, and I got to read it like, like, it like it is. Here it is. Verse 17 says, you have wearied the Lord with your words. Talking about God's people. Yeah, yeah, come on. How are you wearing the Lord? Let me go on. Yet you say, this is God talking. Wherein have we, no, the, the people talk, Where, how have we wearied you, God? Now you're acting brand new. When you say everyone that doeth evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delighteth in them, or where is this God of judgments? 
So they're doing some things that they had no business. Where, where else do you gather this information? Go to verse 5 of chapter 3, and you're going to see something else. Verse 5 of chapter 3, remember, God is trying to show them where their error is. And a lot of times, ooh, when God shows us our error, we don't really, no, God, that ain't me. You ain't talking to me. Mm -hmm. Verse 5, let's look at it together. The Bible says, this is God talking, and I will come near to you to what, everybody? Judgment. To judgment, and I will, uh-oh, I will be a swift witness yeah. against who? Sorcerers. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. These are God's people. So how does God have anything to do with sorcery and being his people? Are you listening to this? This is crazy. You mean sorcery and God's people is mixed up with one some more in their pastor. And against what? Adulterers and against false swearers against those that oppress the hireling in his wages. That means they, they playing with folk money. Yeah, yeah. The widow and the fatherless and that turn aside the stranger from his right and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. In other words, they were steering people in the wrong direction. Yeah. No, oh, not God's people. Yeah. Are you serious right now? So what does this all involve? How is this 2020 uh, mindset? Well, when you're dealing with sorcery, you got a new age thing now. It's called burning sage. Smudging, they call it. That was really left up to the Native Americans, where it says when they burn sage, it ward off evil spirits. Do your research. Don't let Google be your God. <laughs> I begin to read and do the research, Sister Darling, and people burning sage. What do you mean, bro? warding off evil spirits? There's only one way to ward off evil spirits. You got to pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. I remember when I had asthma real bad, Sister Shirley. My mama, Sister Manuel, would go get the anointing oil. I was eight years old. I remember this because I had problems breathing and my drunk daddy wasn't about to take me to the hospital because he was drunk. And whenever you got fire water in you, that's what the Indians call alcohol, fire water. And whenever you have fire water in you, you can't drive right. So she had to use the only thing she knew to use, Father, in the name of Jesus. And she laid her hands on me. And the only thing that I remember from that, I woke up the next